G'day, my friends. Welcome back. This is another mammoth (laughs) masterclass episode for you today, my friends. So many of you told me how much you loved our conversation about exponential growth. And so today I thought I would spill the tea on a really big part of my coaching philosophy and the secret behind the scenes of what I'm doing with all of my clients inside of my coaching programs, like the Fierce Salon. My secret that helps people create wild, seemingly impossible results within a very short space of time, such as 5xing turnover while keeping the same 11% cash profit margin, or buying a dream retreat house they had on their 25-year vision board, both of these inside of six months. Things like this happen all the time inside of the Fierce Salon inside of my coaching. And it's not me, and it's not luck, and it's not a fluke. I'm gonna break down today how we do it. So whether you're a coach who wants a great way to tailor support to your clients, even if they're in a group, or you're someone who loves the idea of being in the salon and you wanna understand what we do in this mysterious situation, or you would like to understand what I'm doing in these group scenarios so you can have a crack on doing it for yourself, I hope this helps you. Now, before I go on, it'd be really rude not to mention the fact that the salon is actually open right now for enrollment and we're starting soon. So if you want to know more about that, you can click on the link in the description here, wherever you're listening to this podcast or in the show notes. All right, let's get into it. So you might have heard this saying, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Today, I'm going to teach you a whole new way of looking at that saying and having an understanding and awareness of how you can use that in your own life to create incredible feedback, as in you do something and you get what you want. And at every result you get, this will also transform the way you look at the word strategy and how to strategize your way to getting what you want for the rest of your life. Okay. I'm also going to then show you how you can utilize that understanding to create wild success with more ease than you have ever thought possible, you'll probably think it's a little bit naughty what we're actually doing. It feels naughty. It feels actually like magic when we're doing it, but it's not. I'm going to break down exactly what we're doing inside of this episode. So it's a big one. Strap in, pour a cuppa. So you've probably heard the word strategy. You've probably heard of that word. You know, people talk about giving you tips or tricks or strategies all the time. But I guess unless you've sort of trained in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, most people don't understand that there are three types of strategies and they are mostly just unconscious. So for a lot of us, we look at a person, we think their strategy is actually what they're doing, what we can see them do. But where this all goes haywire and why it doesn't end up working is because most of the time, even though someone is doing something on the outside, such as building a website, or I remember Johnny Wilkinson, who was the captain of the football team, English rugby team, I think it was like, this is about 20 years ago, I think. I don't remember when his reign was, but I remember he used to like do this thing with his feet where he would sort of move his feet as he was looking at the goalpost. And everyone thought he was doing something specific because it made a difference to him being amazing at kicking the ball through the goal. But when he was interviewed, there were kids all over on rugby fields in Johnny Wilkinson's reign, right, where they would be doing the same thing with their feet before they kicked a goal. And when he got interviewed, 
the interviewers would say, what are you doing with your feet? You know, he'd say, I'm not doing anything. I'm just actually visualizing the ball going into the goal. So this is where we get mixed up with the word strategy. We think it's about what someone is necessarily doing or what we have to do. And there's so much more to it that is unconscious, that you can't see, that has to do with what you're thinking, what you believe. I'm sure you've seen tennis players who bounce the ball heaps of times. It's the same deal. They're giving themselves time to breathe in space. It's not because they have OCD, like they need to bounce it 26 times, but people watch that and go, oh, I need to bounce the ball like 50,000 times so I can be like them. So if you don't understand which types of strategies you're actually learning from somebody, meta, macro, or micro, unconscious strategies, they're not all relevant for the outcome that you're looking for. I'm going to give you a wee little NLP deep dive here. So I want you to think about it like this. It's not little, actually. It's We're going to go in depth. Every single thing that you do, everything, everything is the result of a strategy. This is going to sound crazy, but bear with me. You have a strategy for being happy. You have a strategy for getting angry. You have a strategy for having the same fight with your partner over and over again. You have a strategy for falling asleep, for falling in love, for staying in love or not for making money, making love, spending money, growing wealth, feeling attracted to somebody. You have a strategy for achievement. You have a strategy for driving to work, feeding yourself, staying consistent in something you want to do or not, staying consistent with exercise, communicating, everything, including brushing your teeth in the morning, which I don't know if you know this, but you do it exactly the same way every single day without thinking about it. You exist and identify yourself as a result of every single strategy you have running all throughout the day, unconsciously, and you have a multiple number of strategies operating at all levels, meta, macro, and micro in every moment of every day. For example, I'll give you some examples. You get up and you brush your teeth. You don't think about it, you just do it, and it happens the same way. Part of brushing your teeth is getting ready for the day. That's a bigger strategy overall. There are multiple steps to that. Then how you get ready for the day, including dressing yourself or choosing the, the, the clothes that you want to wear for the day is linked to also how you feel about yourself and the beliefs that you have, which is also a strategy. All of this is part of whether you're a person who is late or early or on time consistently in general all the time. Another strategy. While you're getting ready, you have something you're not thinking about, which is maybe money sitting in the bank and depending on your meta strategy for wealth or not or remaining not wealthy you don't know you have this strategy until now maybe that money is either working for you maybe earning interest or ready to be spent on the next bill or something and every financial choice that you make contributes to an end result in decades time but you're actually in a strategy that's playing out right now while you're getting dressed your beliefs about money are also a strategy that you're playing out over your lifetime. Your beliefs about anything are a strategy. Then we'll come back to getting dressed. Then you might drive somewhere, right? The way you drive is a strategy. There are steps involved, one stacked on top of the other, done many, many times until you don't need to think about it anymore. You just drive. The way you go to work, the way you prioritize your time, you sit down and focus and get things done. You perceive yourself. You communicate with others at your workplace. You reflect and take feedback. All of this are strategies. They're either working for you or they don't. You might be listening to this right now and wherever you are, this is part of your strategy for learning. You might have headphones in. Maybe you're in a car. Every single tiny micro movement that you don't even need to think about gets you either closer to or further away from what you want. So most of the time, we're not actually self-sabotaging. People say, I self-sabotage. You're not self-sabotaging. You're not stupid. 
That's just the meaning that we've made of a repeatedly ineffective strategy. Your strategies are formed through the habitual repetition of the same thing over and over, forming a groove, a neural pathway. They mean that we can do more and think less because once that neural pathway is grooved, we don't need to think about it anymore. If we didn't have this unconscious strategy system going on, we would have to relearn and think about every single thing that we do every single day, like how to drive. Imagine having to relearn, oh God, going back to drive every single day. You do it over and over and over and over again instead, and eventually you just don't have to think about it. It seeps into your subconscious and your precious bandwidth gets to be taken up by other things. So you start running these unconscious strategies so you can be a human who evolves. This is super useful if what you're doing is healthy for you, if it gets you closer to what you want or if it makes it more efficient. But it's really unfortunate when you've done an unhealthy thing so many times, you don't even have to think about it. You just do it. And next minute, you're eating ice cream over the kitchen sink straight from the container. So by the way, if you're a procrastinator or someone who doesn't get out of bed in the morning, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just playing out a strategy unconsciously that gets you the same result every time. happens to be a result that you don't want. What happens is then we make meaning of it like, oh, I'm terrible at this. Look, look, I've got so much evidence of how much I suck. And it's just something that you don't have to think about. You're just repeating a strategy. Okay, so all of this to say, some of these strategies we run, they get us what we want. We don't have to think about it. It's automated, right? And then some don't. But every strategy is actually effective. Every strategy is effective. Why? Because it gets a result. It might not be the result you want, but it has an outcome. Every strategy ends up with an outcome and a result. It is effective for getting the result it's getting. It just might not be effective for what you want. Now, I'm going to pause here and acknowledge how obvious this sounds, but that's because we're talking about it vaguely. So let's make it specific. Here are some examples in your life where you might have unconscious strategies, just two examples, that work for and against you and you don't realize. Number one, let's say every morning you hear your alarm and instead of getting up, you roll over. You could make so much meaning of this and that meaning could be terrible, right? I must be lazy. Why am I so tired? I'll never be able to blah, blah, blah because I'm not a committed person. No, you just have a really effective micro strategy for exactly not getting out of bed in the morning. It's really effective if you want to stay in bed. It doesn't work if you want to get up. So you're running the wrong strategy for the result you want to get. Number two, money. You might be someone who gets stuck in that feast or famine cycle in life or business, right? No matter how much you earn, you end up living paycheck to paycheck or without thinking about it, you make a whole bunch of money and then you take your foot off the gas until you are in that, oh my God, position again where you need to kind of make more money and you put your foot back on the gas again and it happens over and over again. Or without thinking about it again, your wealth grows because you have the right set and forget steps in place. Either way, we start to make meaning about it and about ourselves, but it's just a strategy and it's either going to get you closer to what you want or not. But because we run these strategies unconsciously, they are on automatic, they are set and forget. We think this is just the way life is and that habits are hard to change. And this is where if you're aware that everything is just an unconscious meta, macro or micro strategy, I'll explain what that means in a moment. If you understand that everything's just a strategy, there is no problem. There's just cause and effect. 
the emotion gets removed, the charge get, gets removed. And in my opinion, this is what's required of every single coach to be able to powerfully cut to the chase with our clients and not buy into this idea that someone is smart or not, or they can or they can't, to not see a problem as a problem, but as a symptom of an ineffective strategy, a recipe that either works or doesn't. And the best bit is that our brains, oh my, they're so malleable and flexible that we can actually interrupt a strategy that we've been running our whole lives within 15 minutes and completely change our life and our results when we know how. The other cool thing is you can also look at what's effective and repeat that in different arenas of your life. So where you're running one strategy, especially if it's a meta strategy, you're going to be running that same strategy in so many different areas of your life. And this is really important. This is the secret. I'm giving it away. This is the secret behind my business. The secret why the Fierce Salon has the most incredible results for people. I'm spilling the tea. You can use this knowledge of strategies to tailor a coaching experience for someone so they're operating from their own natural genius and to create the most incredible results they've ever experienced and it feels easier for them than ever and this is exactly what I do with my clients in the fear salon so I'm going to show you how exactly I do that okay so with this knowledge of strategies I've just shared with you now I can share with you the secret behind the most incredible coaching for exponential success you can tailor this to every individual So we know that people have strategies playing out unconsciously. Some of our strategies play out for years, like the wealth one, or our whole life at at least, and some of them at less of a scale, and some are just tiny moment-to-moment habits. So we call these meta, macro, and micro strategies. Meta strategies are the big ones for life, our beliefs, the way we create success or failure in general, for example. They're the big ones. The purpose of a company, the meta strategy. Macro are the bigger chunked choices a person makes that contribute to the overall meta strategy. They're kind of like the vehicles you choose to take to your destination. There are many vehicles you could take. You choose these meta strategies. In a company, the meta strategy, like I said, would be the company's purpose. But the macro is like maybe the software that they choose to use to get them there. Or in an effective coaching business strategy, maybe one of those macro strategies might be having a website and another might be doing Facebook ads or something or having a high touch philosophy where you're out in the world, like connecting with people every day. The meta is the aim of the company. The macro would be one of the chosen vehicles. And then you have micro strategy, the tiny micro decisions and steps that you take every single day that walk you down a path of the results that you get in your life. It's like, for example, it's the very quick fire subconscious things that we do to get tiny little results every day that we're not thinking about whatsoever. You brush your teeth the same way. You also get ready. You plan your day. You spend your money, how you get dressed and prepare yourself you make choices about your health moment to moment. Oh, here's this delicious, like healthy thing for me, but I'm going to have this instead. And time. It might be your strategy for planning your time, getting everything done on your to-do list, being early or late. There are specific processes within your sensory systems, the five senses, that describe a specific internal processing of those sensory perceptions, specific formal procedures 
that happen on repeat in microseconds. You're not thinking about them. In fact, you don't even think anything's happening. They have nothing to do with the content of what you're actually doing. You're just running them very quickly. So for example, you visually see the time, you have an internal thought about the time. Oh my God, I'm late, which creates a feeling and then another thought and then an action. And next thing you know, you're spiraling into overwhelm or thinking that you don't have enough time or skipping something that you want to be doing. Now, seriously, side note, the macro level, that one in the middle of meta and micro, the macro level is mostly where people who offer to teach you their strategy for success, this is the level that they're operating from. It's the mid-range kind of chunky steps that they choose to take the vehicle to get a result. But here's the issue with this deductive kind of education. It doesn't give us more choices. Every single one of which can be played out differently based on a person's individual micro strategies. So think about it. Within each step of a meta strategy, you have macro vehicles for getting there. And within those macro vehicles, there's a galaxy of tinier internal strategies, which for every single individual will play out in a different way, depending on everything. Think about this, like people are starting from different places They have different beliefs, different history, different memories. We have different privileges. We have different education. We have different previous experience and skill sets. We respond to learning in general very differently. We all have different mental health capabilities. We are all taking care of either ourselves or other people at home. That will influence how we spend our money how we choose to use our time, what we prioritize. This is why people don't get results at the same pace. And this is why teaching a six-step strategy, for example, it's a great marketing gimmick and we get sucked in, but it never works for everyone. And that's not bad or wrong. It's just how it is. No strategy, especially no macro strategy, will ever work for everyone. And this is why. That's something that we just have to accept But if you know this, you can be prepared and you can do something else instead. And this is like I said, this is the secret behind what we're doing in the Fierce Salon. And this is, in my opinion, a more ethical philosophy for coaching different people, especially in a group, because it really takes into account the very beginning assumption, the foundational assumption that we are all starting from a different, unique inner galaxy of micro strategies. We're all working with and against And this helps a person embrace what already works for them and not try to work against a groove that has been developed over a lifetime. By the way, this is also super handy if you're someone who is not neurotypical because it automatically erases the assumption that this is how things are supposed to be done. There's one way, one way of doing things. It begins with pure curiosity. So in the Fear Salon, This is the thing, like all we're doing is looking for a person's meta strategy for success, how they've created success in every single other thing they've ever done. Because guess what? It's exactly the same from an unconscious meta processing level. We do the same thing. We just map that across to this current situation. I'll give you an example. One of our clients recently had a goal of increasing her revenue to 100K months. Now, prior to entering the salon, she was sitting at around, I think, 15, like floating between 15 and 30,000 a month revenue. This wasn't a coaching business. This was a creative business, by the way. 
And in the first few weeks of the salon, due to a few things that she'd already done on her own before starting working with me, she's a smart cookie, she billed $100,000 in a month of business or she billed $100,000 of work and she was paid all of it within one month. So she had a $100,000 revenue month. Now, she wanted to repeat what she had done, a result of $100,000 revenue, but the problem was the way she got there was because she had a whole bunch of people who already owed her money, who could have paid at any time, and a few then extra larger clients, they paid in full all at once. So it didn't necessarily feel quite easily automatically repeatable. They felt like there was a few moving parts, but it was an amazing situation for her. I want to say here too, I'm purely talking revenue, which is different to the real metric, which is profit. Revenue doesn't mean anything. It means nothing without looking at the bigger picture and seeing how much of that revenue you actually get to take home after you pay for the rent and the lights to be turned on and the people to work for you and the advertising and the bills and the software and all of the things. It's profit that we care about because that's where you get to take money home. And this is where the lifestyle is. So she wanted to repeat the 100K months and have profit because she's smart. And so what did she do? Well, she started looking at all the things that she would need to do now to make that happen again. Naturally, we start to think, I've got to put my big girl pants on and try a bit harder and add this tool and start doing this thing I'm not doing already and add this strategy step, start doing this complicated thing, right? Hire more people, all of which sounds correct and exhausting if you're like me. Now, this woman, by the way, is, and this is another really important part, she's someone who's creating first generation wealth, someone who's a mother of a little girl who grew up with immigrant parents. And these are really important factors to take into account when you're coming up with a new strategy for a person because it has to be congruent to who they are and what feels good to them, what aligns with their values and what feels like something they actually want to do. You can't just force someone taking time away from being a mum, for example, in this case was not an option. We couldn't have any extra time going into this strategy. Now, my friends, if you're a coach, this is where that strategy thing goes haywire. Trying to pretzel a complex human through a hole that does not fit who they are, it might work to get a result once, but if it does, it's probably not repeatable or sustainable. And honestly, as far as I'm concerned, to me, that means it doesn't actually work. It has to be sustainable and repeatable. So what we did was I asked her how she created the clients that she currently has, and we broke it down and it was really simple. There were one or two things that she does that already work really, really well, that just happened to work, that she didn't even realize that she was doing. There was also some things that she practices within herself, some of which I will say she learned from me in super abundant, shameless plug. And we made sure that those practices that really, really had her in the zone weren't just happening sporadically, but as often as possible, if not every day. And instead of adding more stuff to her already huge list of responsibilities, which would take up more time, we doubled down on the bits that were actually working. We deleted and delegated a whole lot of things that weren't. Well, we deleted the things that weren't working. We delegated things she didn't need to be doing. And the results were incredible. So within five months, she was working now four days a week instead of five, having six-figure revenue months. And the best bit, I think, she kept her profit margins 
to about 11% and slowly started increasing, which means more money to take home at the end of the day. We're not just increasing the complexity, paying more people and still walking away with the same amount of money. You increase your revenue, you keep the same profit margin, you actually take home more money at the end of the day. This is the thing that gives you cash flow. Cash flow gives you space. It means you have choices. It means you have financial security and bloody oath, you can then just book a trip to Scotland for a whiskey tasting road trip and live your life. So my friends, it's so much easier and more fun to work with people like this by figuring out what their meta strategy is and it's way more sustainable too. Okay, I'll give you another example of a coach I've worked with recently. So this incredible human has a daughter with extra needs. She needs 24-hour care and is constantly in and out of hospital. And her beautiful mama is a coach who has a really big mission. Now, there were a lot of incredible things that happened that we could never have predicted during our time together, including that she was able to purchase a dream home for the family, which was adaptive for her daughter, something she thought was like a 25-year pipe dream. And it happened within six months. I think it was a result of so many things shifting. I'm still just so in awe of her and what that took. But what I want to break down with you here is actually how she was able to go from not showing up in her business because her life was so full of caring for other people and feeling strapped because she thought it had to look a certain way to being able to get everything going properly and beautifully and in a way that nurtured her and left time for the family. I believe your business and your work as a creative need to flow around your life like water, not the other way around, especially if you have neuro stuff or health stuff or family stuff going on. So for this gorgeous human, we needed to find a way that she could strip out every single thing that did not matter to the result of her work And only do what mattered, what worked, and what felt really good and nourishing for her because she gives a lot. Now, she knew what that was. It was written on the wall of her current meta strategy for how she cares for her family, how she cares for herself, even when they're in and out of hospital with so much unpredictability. And what resulted in that was starting with articulating how it needed to work for her if it was going to work. And then testing out to see if others would be interested in that too. Turns out her clients are all people in the same position as her. So for them, it was such a gift to find somebody who wanted to support them, who not only gets it, but has designed a way of working together that takes nothing away from their time, their schedule, their already chock-a-block commitments. And that meant, to be specific, she coached them purely through Voxer. Fox is like a walkie-talkie app. There were no calls in the calendar, no extra commitments. It could happen and flow around what was going on like water. Now, she said some of the most divine and beautiful conversations happen when you're sitting in a hospital waiting room in the wee hours of the morning and you have a message that you can listen to that was sent to you from somewhere else around the world in the wee moments between, in another life, that were encouraging and heartwarming and reminders and connections to other people that are going through the same thing and that who understand and who can actually help you, who understand. And in a space where someone could feel utter isolation and fear and exhaustion, there's a world for them. It still makes me so emotional just thinking that technology has given us the ability to to make this happen. So that's just two examples for you of how you can use someone's internal unconscious strategy 
one that already works for them, to map a way for them to create everything else they could ever want. This is what you can do for yourself, and this is what I help people do in the Fierce Salon too. Another shameless plug. It's open right now, my friends. If you want to go check it out, www.thefiercesalon.com, F-I-E-R-C-E-S-A-L-O-N.com. Or you can just click the link in the show notes. This is a coaching program that is especially made for coaches and creatives to map their way of business and life together so they flow and to turn that into a profitable half a million or more business with profits. So I hope this has been insightful for you to learn about the fact that we have all these different strategies running, that you can find the strategies that are already working, that are already grooved really deeply that you don't have to think about and actually map them across to something new that you want to do. I did this in my work where I was thinking about my martial arts, I'll call it career, spent about 13 years as a martial artist and I had lots of success and I had my own little philosophies and ways of dealing, like ways of responding to challenge, ways of showing up, ways of thinking about what happened when I didn't succeed. And it kept me going and it kept me feeling like my martial arts journey was sustainable. And I've been able to map that across personally to how I do business these days. And so that's my internal strategy that works for me. And you can do this too. So your homework, my friend, is to go away and ask yourself, Think about something incredible that you've done in the past, or maybe just something that you're really good at, even if it's just tying your shoes or baking an epic cake. It doesn't have to be cool to anyone but you. Just go and ask yourself, how do I do that? Like, what are all the things that you do and think and believe and respond to that make that result so easy or fun or successful or productive for you? And then... Once you write down all the things you believe and think and how you do that, see if you can then map that way across to the thing that you're up to right now, the next thing that you want to achieve. Like, what do you know about success? What do you know about when you mess up in the kitchen, for example? My friend Lunch Lady Lou has this amazing philosophy, like you can't F it up in the kitchen. And... um, Yeah, I just love that because that's her strategy for how she just plays in the kitchen and creates recipes from nothing. And I love that about her. So every time I go into the kitchen, I say that to myself and it really helps me. So you can also think about other people's strategies for success and how they do things and make that part of your strategy as well. Of course, if you'd like my help with that, you know where to find me. Come and check out the Fierce Salon. It's amazing. And we're kicking off soon. And I'm going to leave you with a quote by Miyamoto Musashi, who is an epic warrior, a Japanese swordsman who is undefeated. He had 61 to the death swordsman bouts, and obviously he won. I think I'll listen to him. He says, if you know the way broadly, you will see it in everything. Oh, so good. Okay, my friends, I loved being here with you. I hope you loved this episode. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open, and I'll see you soon. Ciao.